0: broadcast
1: of the Masculine Feminist has been commandeered by the secret society No Man, National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? I would reveal my true identity, but for political reasons I cannot. But do not take me lightly. I once scored four touchdowns
1: in a single game for <laughs> new bully i mean host lee work with my co-host this
0: is eli thought
1: you gonna give me another ill book i mean uh uh E love this time
0: yeah you yeah, love yeah aka, AKA E. love
1: gotta remind you about your name <laughs> 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 whatever happened, i am not calling myself l boogie i just want everybody to know that shit
0: what the hell is that
1: <laughs> it's some name somebody made up for me I'm like don't call me that shit
0: is that your break dancing name
1: <laughs> if i knew how to break dance actually my nickname is boogie but is it? yes but they call me boogie because i can't dance Oh, really? Yeah, so it's kind of like you know how you call like a, a tall guy tiny. That's why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's that thing. Uh, yeah. Honestly, Eli, I had no idea how I want to start this show, and then all of a sudden this morning we got news on what happened, and it's it's kind of sad. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Luke Perry died uh, at fifty-two. The new fifty-two. Like, why added that then Oh, we heard he had complications. You know, in the hospital for a while, but finally it looked like he wasn't able to overcome it. So. Yeah, that's what happened and it's you know, it's kinda of sad. Yeah,
0: at fifty two, that's like not that
1: old. Yeah, it really you know? makes you think you like you look at your age, you're like, damn, he died yeah. at that. Age. And he's like
0: he's like skinny as fuck. Like I mean, he's he saw like a, in shape and shit. Yeah. You know he's like Kevin Smith was a big fat ass, and he had we we understand why he had a heart attack, but
1: Right. And then Luke, he had to lose the weight for that. He wasn't yeah, he, was sexy, he was never a heart throb, he was never a sex symbol.
0: No, but sexy ass Luke Perry like dies of a stroke, that's kind of worrisome
1: yeah it makes you wonder like damn because you're not really too far away from that age you know they have yeah. complications like that but yeah but that lets you know and it's funny thing about luke luke perry i can want to say luke cage <laughs> <laughs> uh, luke perry is that depending on how you know him will determine if you're old or not yeah I, we're old i'm old i'm old i'm <laughs> old because the first thing like when you say luke perry died from and then you got to say what you know him from so if you know him from 90210 that means you're old as fuck yeah but if you know him from Riverdale, then you're some kind of you know millennial well, or some shit, you know.
0: Well, that see that th- there's the paradigm for me. Right. Now, I n- I never watched nine hundred two one zero because I didn't give a shit. Right. You know, back then because I was I was just you know I was too aggro for that shit. So I do remember the show, and I do remember him being you know a sexy teen heartthrob back then. Right. But I've been watching Riverdale. And he's on Riverdale.
1: Oh, so shit. St- so, Eli, you say you're like a millennial or some shit?
0: I, I guess so. The fucking, yeah, the, the, I got hooked on Riverdale. I don't know what the hell.
1: Oh, damn. You like yeah. vegan and shit now? And <laughs>
0: not that. Drinking not that soy bad. milk? <laughs> I drink almond milk.
1: <laughs> you one, yeah. one step away, Eli. You one step away. Regular
0: milk gives me the shits. <laughs> I, can't, I can't eat ice cream or none of that shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's just sad about it, man. It's just all this stuff happened. Now, honestly, like I said, I never watched 90210 either. I don't watch Riverdale either. The mm-hmm. only thing, because the thing, I mean, like I said, we, growing up, Luke Perry was a was a sex symbol. He was a heartthrob. Yeah. So he wasn't playing in shit that, you know, we like. He wasn't Patrick Swayze, you know. You know, no. he played in just the shit that chicks like. I only know him from one role, to be honest with you. Oh, really? The only role I know him from is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was on that? No, the movie. Oh, that's right. There was a Everybody movie. Everybody forgets the movie. Yes, I there was forgot, a, yeah. Yeah, a movie.
0: I, n- I never seen that movie. I tried watching it, but I couldn't hang.
1: Okay. Okay, let me give you some background about the Buffy Vamp- Vampire Slayer movie. <laughs> so, yes, it was also written by Josh Wheaton, Co-created everything like that. So, he wrote the movie. It wasn't the way he wanted it to be because the movie was kind of, eh, Like, he yeah. wanted to be more horror, you know. Yeah. But they wanted the studio wanted to be more, you know, more communist like that. But the TV show he got to do it the way he wanted to do. So the the TV show and the movie had two different tones on it. But Luke Perry basically played, you know, the love interest of Buffy in there. He was like the, you know, the cool, you know, kid or whatever like that. You know, that was him. And the thing about that movie is that uh, Josh Whedon like wrote the movie, created the movie, everything like that. The movie bombed, right? The movie flopped. Nobody knew that. So he like bought the rights of Buffy for like ten dollars, you know, and then mm-hmm. just made his own movie. I mean, made his own TV show and bam, that was it.
0: Yeah, that that's yeah, that's when it got huge and
1: yeah, and you can you can make the argument that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is like the precursor to all these CW shows, CW TV shows there are because you watch them, yeah. they all follow the same template, blueprint that Josh Whedon set back in the nineties. Yeah,
0: that's when it was the WWWB or whatever. The W B, yeah. With the frog and shit.
1: Yeah, because you had uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then you had Smallville, which pretty much was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer ripoff. Like, everything Buffy's doing, just do it, but just put uh, Smallville in there. And now all these CW shows just rip off Smallville. So it's all the same shit. So it's just, you know, trick it down. So uh, what are we saying? Rest in peace, Rick, uh, Luke Perry? Who was Rick Perry?
0: Rick Perry?
1: Was he a politician? Yeah, he was. Okay. He's a alive,
0: I don't know. Steve okay. Steve Perry is the guy from Journey.
1: <laughs> okay, is he dead? I don't think so. Okay, you <laughs> you sound like sad when you say it. You're like no. Nah.
0: <laughs> oh, but I guess the guy from The Prodigy passed away too.
1: Okay, I, I thought you were gonna talk about that because that's that's not my wheelhouse. I didn't. Know
0: I, I I yeah, I wasn't into that either. So I I know a lot of people are bummed out. I wasn't. I wasn't really. Didn't listen to them. I remember the video that smack my bitch up and all that shit. Oh, that was
1: him. Yeah. That oh wait, style. I thought Smack My Bitch up was uh Fallout not Fallout Boy. Uh Slim Fat Boy Slim.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well there was a lot of like the Chemical Brothers and uh all that shit back then. Dust Brothers and all that electronic y, you know, nineties shit. Yeah, Fat Boy Sim and then the Prodigy. I I wasn't I, I thought the Chemical Brothers was alright.
1: Okay. Well you know, but
0: uh but I, I never got into, like, a lot of that shit, you know. So, right. yeah, I, I, yeah well, rest in peace to that, dude. Because I know a lot of people are – it's been all over my feed all day.
1: And Matter of fact, it's been a lot of people that died this week. Okay, so we had that guy die. We had uh Hillary McKay die, you know, Luke Perry. And we also had uh, Rallo from Sanford and Son die. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, love Rallo. Uh, yeah. And also Mona from Who's the Boss. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, she died. Yeah. Was I the only one that thought she was sexy as shit on that show? probably yeah okay i always <laughs> thought i was weird for that like this old lady is like sexy as fuck man. <laughs> i don't know I, i'm weird man i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah that,
1: that was you somebody gonna kick <laughs> in my door they're gonna see a bunch of granny porn on there or something like that. <laughs> i don't have that on there just send <laughs> it down before anybody thinks i have that on there but yeah uh eli before we get to the uh actual podcast we got to do some house cleaning right. okay with you specifically Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, and matter of fact, we do some how cleaning not just on the Comic kind of Book Bullies podcast, but also Geek Sav podcast, our sister podcast, also. Because I listened to the podcast the other day, and well, I want to make sure we got something cleared up that's on there. Now, let's talk about this Ryan Johnson thing. Ryan Johnson. Ryan yeah. Johnson. You know where I'm going with this. Okay. So okay. on on first on Geek Sav, like two weeks ago, you said he was coming out with the trilogy. Then you came on comic book bullies and said he was doing the trilogy. And then you went on the next show last week on Geeks Ave saying the trilogy is back on. So we're going to clear this up on this show. What is it? Is he doing a trilogy or not?
0: I guess he's still doing the trilogy.
1: Okay. As of right now, Ryan Johnson is still doing the Star Wars trilogy. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure the next Geek Ave podcast will be something completely different. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to make sure we got that cleared up. So, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Comic Cast. I think they're listening to us now.
0: Well, yeah. hey, they well, always
1: give us shout out, so I'm going to give them a shout out at the beginning of the show right now anyway. So yeah. Uh, that being said, can we move on to the, the actual podcast? Yeah. Let's jump right into this bad boy. Okay, so for those new to the podcast, this is the part where we dig into the box office movie numbers. Like I said, this week is going to calm before the storm because next week is going to be the real shit show, so you want to tune in and see what we got going about that. But Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of this week?
0: Is it still How to Turn Your Dragon?
1: Damn, you're good at this. You you cheated, didn't you? Uh, I
0: I just heard it's been. I just saw like on the YouTube or whatever. Number it, one movie in the world, two weeks in a row or some shit.
1: It, number <laughs> one movie, two weeks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How to that's Train right. Your Dragon, The Hidden World. So it's up there. Uh, number two is Tyler Perry's A Madea Family Funeral. Oh
0: damn, Really? There's another one.
1: It's an, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now Tyler Perry said this is supposed to be the last Madea movie.
0: It's, is it her? Is it her funeral? <laughs> I don't think
1: it's her funeral, but he's saying he's retiring the character after this. I think he said that the character's gone on long enough.
0: Is this the one where the she was at the powwow? I wonder if she's at the powwow. Remember, we saw footage. We of did her?
1: talk about. We talked about that last year. I remember. Yeah.
0: yeah, there was footage of her at a powwow. She pulled out a gun and shit, and she
1: was to be a Because Eli, you've seen more footage of the movie than I have. I'm just saying. Do I have to go see this fucking thing? Though? I think you do. You go see it and you report back to it just like you did with Battle Angel Aaliyah, you know. Alita, Alita. See. Matter of fact, skip Captain Marvel. I'll go watch Captain Marvel, you go watch Madea. And we'll compare sounds, notes.
0: Sounds like a plan.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh number three we have uh Alita Battle Angel. Still hanging in there, still making this money. Uh let's let's, let's dig in. Let's dig in, Alita. Uh, where are we looking at right now? Oh... Uh, Worldwide, right now, is three hundred fifty million. Eh, not bad. I'm thinking. What do you think? You like? You think it'll hit four hundred?
0: Maybe, maybe. I mean, right now, it probably it's probably broken even. I think.
1: That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's broken even. I think if it hits four hundred, the studio will consider it a win. Yeah. You know, they're not expecting a billion or anything like that. You know, you have low expectation for a non-Marvel movie, basically. You know, any other movie, you just stick Marvel on, and you know, it's ready to go uh number what are we number four number four okay number four uh the lego movie two the second part which nobody gives a fuck about i don't get it didn't the first one make a billion it made a lot of money yeah I don't know. and nobody gives a fuck about the second one yeah it's too bad maybe it's because we had lego
0: batman and then lego, the lego Ninjago and, and
1: now another lego regular lego i don't know right. <laughs> maybe and they guess... blew their load too early and shit yeah you can only milk that cow for so long you know uh, number five, Fighting with My Family, uh, Singing in a rock movie. Uh, number six, The Feel Good movie, that we The Oscar winning Green Book. Okay. I was this close to watching the movie today, then I was just like, nah. <laughs> did you know that's the same director that directed me, myself, and Irene? Is it the, the Fairley brothers? The, the One of the Fairley brothers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I was like, wait, what? I, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> 'Cause people were comparing the movie like so he
0: made the like, movie like something like, about Mary and Dumb and Dumber. Like that he guy, made, made Yes, that
1: movies. guy made all those movies. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Okay. Yeah. Uh number seven, isn't this romantic? Uh that what a movie. Uh number eight, Greta. What is Greta?
0: I think that's supposed to be like a spooky psychological thriller or some shit.
1: Whatever, I guess. Uh, number nine, What Men Want, Roger P. Henson movie. Uh, and number 10, Happy Death Day to You. And it's still hanging in there at number 10. So, oh, number 11, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's cool. Still hanging in there. I think it's finally on uh, Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray or digital something like yeah,
0: that. It, yeah, it's on digital. And like I, I know they released like the first 10 minutes of it. It's online. Yeah. And I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I should probably go see it one more time in a theater because it's just not the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's that theater experience. I wonder about yeah. that. So, yeah,
0: just just the sound, just the audio, just that being in the theater, that fucking the rumbling, and yeah, it, it's like it's just watching it on you know YouTube
1: <laughs> <laughs> or your phone or something like that. does not have. Yeah, that, you
0: know? I was like, man, I, no, I, I should go see it one more time before it leaves there because it's just cool on this big screen. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wicked ass animation and shit.
1: Man. So you saying it's like a ten minute preview online?
0: Yeah, it's like the first ten minutes of the movie. Damn, I'm going to go check that out. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you told me about that. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the box office numbers. That's all we have right now. Like I said, to coming for the storm. Next week will be the big show. Next week, we're going to talk about just one thing, and that's it. So, you know, just bear with us this week. <laughs> and next week, we're just going to talk about nothing but Captain Marvel. Some of you are happy about that. Some of you are pissed about that. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. So, Eli, just making sure you're not boycotting Captain Marvel right.
0: I hadn't planned on it. I mean, unless I got to go see this Medea movie
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> so because I went on Twitter and like I said, Twitter is a rabbit hole and I went down there and it's some ugly shit on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So Brie Larson is being heavily attacked. Matter of fact, boycott Captain Marvel is trending on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So people are super pissed about, this. and last and here's the thing: we talked about this briefly uh, last week, Eli, but we're going to dig into a little bit deeper because we never talked about why. People are so pissed about her. You know, and we're going to ask maybe, are they justified or not? I know, I know why. I know you know why. Some people don't know why. Some people are making up reasons why. Some people heard from somebody else that they, you know, that why they should be mad at her and just assuming that, you know. Basically, the thing is that everybody thinks Brie Larson hates white men. That's the thing. I thought it was
0: just, I thought it's because they're all a bunch of big, soft, super pussies.
1: That too. that that is also true <laughs> so now let, let's dig into this and find exactly what's going on because like i said these guys are like super super pissed so basically what happened is that uh brie larson not even this year this didn't happen this year this happened last year you know before there was even a thing about captain marvel like around time when when a wrinkling time came out and brie larson said that there needed to be more diversity you know in reviewers and press junkin and screening junkins because basically, she says she doesn't want to hear a 40 year old white man opinion on a wrinkling time. Because basically, the movie, Wrinkling Time, wasn't made for a 40 year old white man. You know, uh-huh. that comment rubbed people the wrong way. You know, they're thinking, like, oh, you're trying to take jobs with white men. You hate white men. You know, even James Woods commented on that. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's a good actor.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll give him Casino and less He was than in that. Minded. Mr. Diamonds? Was that his name? The, the pimp boyfriend? Maybe he good. I forgot he was in that
1: movie.
0: Scumbag. I think that's how he's like. I probably wasn't acting.
1: All he does is just play scumbags <laughs> in every movie. So it's like he's just playing that guy, character in real life now. So yeah, he jumped on the hype train. He didn't even jump on a real Captain uh, Marvel like tweet or comment. He typed on another comment. That had There that was actually a fake comment about Captain Marvel. And it wasn't Captain Marvel. It was Captain Mabel. <laughs> and, the move, and the tweet said uh, white men we're coming for you. This movie, Captain Marvel, stands against everything you're against. <laughs> you know, down with the P- Patriot. And that's what triggered him. You know, uh. a fake tweet that had nothing to do with the movie, you know. So people are adding on that thinking that, you know, Captain Marvel hate, I mean, not Captain Marvel, Brie Larson hates white men because she says she wants my diversity in, you know, Screening junket, and, and, and I kind of agree with her. But I do think maybe she worded wrong where it came off kind of, you know, aggressive. You know.
0: Yeah, is the yeah, and that's that's the thing that's getting on my nerves mm-hmm. is like like the internet you can't just say anything without everybody trying to like argue semantics about the shit like well, oh a, so you know, so what you're what really you're saying, saying is I'm a piece of shit like no <laughs> right <laughs> I just would like to see some more diversity <laughs>
1: right and and I get what she's saying because like I said A Wrinkle in Time wasn't made it, it's made for yeah, a specific yeah. demographic you know.
0: Like I've said before, it's like any time talk of inclusiveness is brought up and you feel threatened, you're a fucking asshole. You know, <laughs> you're the problem. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, who, wh- wh- why do you feel so threatened? Are you that? Is your male malehood that soft where you feel threatened by that? You know, I was like, you, no, you, you're not being a you're tough. You're a pussy. Is right. what you are. You know, getting pissed off by Brea Larson, getting pissed off at a, a fucking Razor Gillette commercial. And oh.
1: <laughs> right. Like a man's right activist isn't a real thing.
0: Yeah. Like, you know. what
1: the fuck? <laughs> right.
0: Like, who cares? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah just ask you to be compassionate that's all oh oh you mean i can't be an asshole anymore fuck you <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like uh, married with children came to life man. it's the it's the national organization of men against amazonian masterhood yeah like, like no man has come to life all of a sudden you know
0: yeah it's just stupid and shit and they, and it, they end up sounding like the biggest bitches yeah.
1: you know you, you know who's really eating off this right now comics gators Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Comics another, gators another, is going to another, town on it. The, because they have nothing to talk about anymore. Yeah, another pack of tits. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they ran everybody off on comics. So they can't, they can't compl- uh, bitch about, you know, gay Iceman and, you know, girl Thor. So they got to have something to latch on to to get viewers. So they say, oh, Brie Larson? Oh, it's like Christmas. Let's just make up some bullshit about Brie Larson. So they got these 30 minute videos and how much they hate Brie Larson and how much she hates them. And I was just like, she doesn't even know who you are. She doesn't care who you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand that Brie Larson looks like the woman that didn't give you her number. And that's why you pissed off about her. But hey, some shit you got to let go. You know, move on with life. And so so they're going on. And, they're, and his thing, Rotten Tomatoes has came to her defense.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yo, and actually, not just her defense. Uh, Star Wars Episode 9, uh, nine also. But <laughs> basically what happened, yeah. And we talked about this last week, how uh, these these assholes, went on Rotten Tomatoes and review bomb, but they didn't, they didn't review the movie. They didn't review the movie because they hadn't seen the movie. So all they did is just bomb the want-to-see section. So what Marvel, well, not Marvel, what Rotten Tomatoes did was remove the want-to-see section. So they removed the want-to-see section and they removed the comment section before a movie comes out. So now they have <laughs> no way to attack the movie. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was, yeah. It was basically getting a shitty rating and it wasn't even out yet
1: right i mean how you gonna review a movie that, and, and, and i know you got your movie alita i, I know you love alita and I, you know what eli i, I almost guarantee you with because i re, i heard y'all review on Alita, you know on key Sad pocket and you gotta spoil the shit out of the movie that i haven't seen it but it's did cool did you see it oh you no see oh. <laughs> no but i know everything that happened thanks to you so <laughs> hey the should stop been out for 20 years man <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't read the manga <laughs> Uh, but yeah so like i said between alita and captain marvel alita probably would be the better movie you know but well, we I- know which movie is gonna make more money
0: yeah 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 we, just because yeah.
1: you slap marvel on and that's it that's what it goes down to but you know that's so i don't these dudes are getting pissed off on one thing not mad at another thing and then they're getting mad at these marvel they get mad at uh brie larson for her political agenda have they not followed any other Marvel actor on Twitter, they all say fucked up shit. Don Cheadle, uh, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, they're like super political on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But you never hear shit about them. You know, they love them. They love Chris Evans. But Bree Larson will put my phone, on anything. Shut the fuck up, you woman. Captain Agenda. <laughs> you know, all this bullshit. Like, really, we don't have to go there, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to in seeing what this movie is going to do. You know, and here's the thing. The review embargo ends, even though this podcast comes out tomorrow. But it'll, it'll technically, you'll, you'll see the re, uh, embargo today. So you'll see the reviews of what people think about Captain Marvel. And we kind of go from there. Although, honestly, reviews not going to matter. People are going to see this movie anyway. So it's whatever. Only review that matters is ours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So tune in next week and you'll get the review that matters. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for that and Medea.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, if that was a powwow, I'd probably have to see the movie also, too. <laughs> well, I think we need to review the movie on both sides. you know. <laughs> well,
0: I, if I go see it and there's no powwow movie, I'm going to be
1: pissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Can we move on past this? Sure. <laughs> cool. All right. So, legacy, see. We got trailers. We got trailers. We got trailers. Let's go with the trailer that people actually gave a fuck about. Since we're already on Brie Larson. We're talking about Captain Marvel. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Shazam. Just dropped into the trailer. Yeah yeah so shazam dropped in the trailer uh oh and i want to give a shout out to the actor that plays shazam what was his name chuck or some shit i don't know his real name but i just know he's Chuck That's from the show. Exactly right, right? that guy yeah he was our man crush monday your man crush monday or something yeah but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he uh he actually came to defense on Captain tomorrow basically to tell these you know assholes to shut the fuck up you know, don't compare his movie to Captain Marvel just because his name was Captain Marvel at one time doesn't mean you got to compare the movies. Or you got to boycott one movie or choose a silent like that. You know, it, like if you into that bullshit, just don't go see either movie and you know leave me out of it. So I appreciate him for doing that. You know, that's why he's your man, Chris Money. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but overall, what do you think about this this new new trailer?
0: It looks fun. I I, I never had a problem with it, so yeah, like I'll, I'll it looks funny.
1: Yeah, it, I was want because I've heard people saying, oh. I'm finally sold now. I'm like, it was pretty much like it was before. You know, I don't. Yeah. It's
0: it like a already seen? I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought I had a, I actually laughed a few times. I was like, hey, that, that's
1: funny. Yeah, it was some funny shit. It was like, uh, like if they made a parody Superman movie, that's what it felt like. Yeah.
0: You know, was it, was it the, the tall building in a single bound? Right. He
1: just flew <laughs> right into the building. <laughs> My man. <bad. laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. Uh, yeah. He <laughs>
0: catches the bus. Right, even though I think he electrocuted
1: to begin with, you know. Yeah, did you see what I did? And then yeah, he like, did like throw a Batman doll. Somebody's like, "I'm Batman." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked funny. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like this is the type of movies they need to make now. Not, not saying every movie needs to be made like this. DC is finally making it tone. Like I said, Aquaman had a like a Lord of the Rings, you know, Game of Thrones tone, and that's the type of movie that Aquaman needs to be. You know, that's the tone it needs to be. Wonder Woman had his World War II set up with this tone, and that's what the movie needs to be. Shazam, the type of movie they're making, that's the type of movie it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, have completely different tones. Don't make the same uh, cookie-cutter movie over and over again. Yeah. Which I think uh, Marvel sometimes fall in the same trap. Every movie just cranking out just the same movie and over and over again. That's why, like, Captain Marvel, I'm kind of like, why is everybody complaining about it? Because it's just going to be another Marvel movie. You know, you've yeah. seen this before. You know, yeah. where Shazam, the type of movie to make, I'm not saying it's going to be a, a game changer or anything like that, but it seems like a nice change of pace from what we've seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm into it, man. Shit.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. So I'm excited for uh, Shazam. was to come out April 5th. That is prox- approximately a month from now. Probably going to pre-order tickets now. Now, that being said, Eli, let's get to the other trailer that no one gave a fuck about. <laughs> and that is Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so Dark Phoenix has a trailer out. Uh, maybe this is the final trailer. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, it's going. And, Eli, what did you think about this one?
0: I thought it looked all right. I
1: thought it
0: looked Another X-Men movie, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I am a fan of – right. I thought of, you uh, hated the X-Men. No, I'm no, I'm a fan of uh, Michael Vassbender as, as Magneto.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll make <laughs> sure I cleared that up. I should have <laughs> let you finish. My fault. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I'd like to see that him. I like. I think he crushes it as Magneto. So his version of Magneto is dope. So yeah, I, that, that I'm sold on that. You know. And as far as like you know the rest of the shit, eh, you know, eh, X Men, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be towards the bottom. It's uh, yeah. Uh, what do you say about it? Here's my thing about this movie. It does look like a a remake of Last Stand, X Men Three, Last Stand. I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah so and i don't remember
0: much is that the the juggernaut
1: bitch is that that one that one that's yeah, the one okay. so it feels like a remake of them because i've seen way too many beats that was already told in that other movie i'm like you just read them in the same movie again except for one thing Eli, and this would jumped out at me uh apparently they already showed who's gonna die in the trailer is it is it gene gray nope I mean, she probably will die. Obviously, I didn't pay attention (laughs) Yeah, if you pay attention to the trailer, they pretty much spell out who she kills in the movie. You know. Okay. It's pretty much, I'm 98% sure that Mystique dies through the middle of the movie. Okay. And the way the trailer is set up, it pretty much just spells it out for you. It's just like, look, look, look. Jennifer Lawrence don't want to be in these movies anymore anyway. So she's looking for a way out. Even though we know everybody's going to be fired after this movie anyway. So, during the middle of the movie, like, okay, here's how the trailer starts. The trailer starts off. Jean Grey's in the rain. She's depressed. She's crying like that. And she was like, why did you make me kill her? And, you know, and Mystique is like, everybody else stand back. Let me talk to her. And she puts her hands on uh, uh, Jean Grey's arm. Be Like, it's going to be okay. And then Jean Grey does her thing. And Mystique flies off. And the next thing you know, they're at a funeral, you know. And, you know, that's when B says, this is all your fault, Charles. And obviously, you, I, we know that something happened that fractured the team. So Mystique dying, that's going to fracture the team, especially if they blame Charles for that shit, you know. And as far as, like, cool action scenes, uh, probably standard shit. I'm wondering, is this movie going to be any better than Apocalypse? Because Apocalypse fucking sucked. Yeah. There were so many bad superhero movies that year. But no, but Apocalypse was so bad, nobody even mentioned it. Oh, BVS suck. Oh, Suicide Squad suck. Like, I men Apocalypse worse than both of those movies. But no one cares.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I remember seeing it the first time seeing it. I didn't think it was that bad. But then, like this, you know, I, I just thought it, it ended like it just got bland towards the end. Yeah. But then trying to watch it again, I'm like, I don't think I made it through it. I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: It was it was pretty bad. It was like man, it's and, and and I think when I first watched the movie, it was like I worked like a twelve hour day, and I wanted to see the movie on open night, and I really didn't want to see. i was like I don't want to see this shit. So I was like mad and pissed off the whole time watching the movie. Was what? that was the
0: first year of dead? That's the first after the Deadpool came. The first Deadpool, right?
1: Was it? I can't remember the movie. I, 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 it's yeah. like I said, I better remember that movie
0: because I remember like the Wolverine scenes. I'm like okay, after Deadpool, I'm so over pg-13 wolverine you know right
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then logan came out like a year like every later he yeah! said somebody
1: they cut away and stuff like come on man. yeah
0: yeah yeah i was like yeah so yeah that that yeah that was pretty forgettable because i don't really remember much you
1: know now here's my thing this is why i think the movie was forgettable now uh what was the movie we're talking about dark phoenix <clears throat> everybody's yeah, yeah. saying this is simon king kinsburg direction directorial debut I me personally, I have no proof on this, but I think that's I think that's bullshit. I think remember because Brian Singer Singer was supposed to do X-Men Apocalypse, right? Well his name is on X-Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Now say what you want to say about Brian Singer. But Brian Singer wouldn't make a movie that shitty. I don't think so. So here's <laughs> my thing. I think he got fired halfway through that movie also. Cause that was like there that's when that shit first dropped. Right yeah
0: right with all those
1: allegations and stuff and you know his name so i'm thinking like he did he probably did some of the movie but there's no way brian singer did all that movie there's i refuse to believe that because that movie sucks so bad there's no way a a brian singer a director of his caliber can make a movie that shit yes he made superman returns i get i get that but at least that movie looked pretty you know this movie looked bad like this looked like some amateur shit and for Simon Kingsbury, I'm I'm almost certain that he probably stepped in the directorial chair and finished the rest of the scenes that Brian Singer didn't do. Like I said, I have no proof on this whatsoever. There was no, no evidence online. This is just my feeling. I just know when I watch that movie in a theater, I'm just like, Brian Singer made this? There's no fucking way he made this. <laughs> so like he copied somebody's homework and write the name on it. So that's my thing. So look, I'm gonna see the movie everybody's saying whether or not they're sold a movie. look I'm the type of person if it's a comic book movie I'm gonna see it regardless no matter what I don't care I don't care if it's not Schindler's List I don't care if it's not I was gonna say Brokeback Mountain not that <laughs> give me a good, <laughs> a good movie <laughs> or whatever Godfather, or some shit like that it doesn't have to be that type of movie I just want to see some comic book shit if it's good it's cool honestly if it's bad it's cool I'm okay with watching a bad comic book movie if it's entertainingly bad yeah like Ghost Rider you know? Like fucking Venom. I mean, Venom. Venom. Venom is the perfect example. It yeah. was a bad comic movie, but it was entertainingly bad. So yeah, if you, just as long as it entertains on the bad, I don't care if it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, I watch it one time, give my opinion, and I may or may not buy it again. So that's how I feel about that. So, any more trailers? Is that all the trailers we got? Uh, oh, Hellboy. Oh, I didn't see I, that. Oh, I should well, have, but I didn't.
0: It, it looks cool. It's better than the first trailer. Okay. The first trailer, it looked like, you know, with the with the, the the 80s pop song, and it just looked fucking like, yeah, like it was trying to, yeah, bite all the the, the, the guardians and you know the, the you know the, the 80s pop songs, you know. And
1: you, and you know what? Just, and that's why I didn't watch the second trailer.
0: Yeah. So and this one doesn't have 80s pop. It has a well, it's a cover. It's a it's a modern version of uh, Deep Purple's "Smoke on the Water." So that was kind of cool, and it, it just, it yeah, it was a red band. I watched a red band trailer, so there's a bunch of f bombs and gore and. We didn't
1: you know, talk about that. The movie is already a uh, certified rated R.
0: Yeah, it's rated R, and uh-huh. it's got and it yeah, it's hard R violence, blood and f bombs, and it, it looked cool. I, yeah. I'm and I must say, I, I I'm out of this trailer. I think I'm getting the tone of this trailer mm-hmm. that it's going for like a, a fun campier. Version of Hellboy versus the serious, you know, classic gothic style of Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy movies.
1: Well, like you know I said, I mean? those movies back in the 2000s, like post nine eleven, you couldn't joke about anything. Everything had to be taken super seriously.
0: Yeah, and he took Hellboy seriously, and it was cool. Like every that's you know Guillermo del Toro is a great filmmaker, mm-hmm. and he made really cool movies. And Hellboy those his versions of Hellboys was cool. I really liked them. Yeah, you know, so I think there was trying to get that, you know, get away from that, was uh, I think a lot of people are having a problem with that. And I think this trailer just kind of made the movie look like a fun, campy monster movie. You know? It's it's like, it, yeah, it's not, it's less Godfather and more Godzilla. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, we're, it's not a hammer horror movie. It's, it's like a, a universal horror movie. You know what I'm
1: saying? Okay. Like a <laughs> so, fun monster yeah. movie. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what it looked like. A lot of uh you know a lot of, you know, him fighting giants, him riding a fucking dragon. You know, you get a little bit more of the sense of the story with uh what's her name? Mila Jovovich. She's playing um,
1: The Blood Queen or something.
0: The Blood Queen, the the King Arthur chick.
1: Okay. Name?
0: The Lady of the Lake. Anyway, it looks like uh it's taken from a uh, one of the uh, one of the storylines where he fights uh yeah, it's like he, he get basically gets the sword like Excalibur and shit. The Arthurian legends um yeah and it looked cool like i was like wow this looks like a lot of fun and like the violence and the bloody gore and it looks like it's gonna be a fun movie you
1: know okay and and that's my thing any indie comic book movie almost needs to be needs to be rated r yeah if you want your movie to stand out it needs to be rated r yeah that
0: was and that's where venom fucked up
1: (laughs) that's where venom fucked up but venom's not indie that's the thing it should have been indie you know yeah like, but if you're gonna yeah, be Spawn or Hellboy or some shit like that, if you don't have I mean because hell, that's the indie scene to begin with. A lot of time the indie scenes do have more sex and violence and new yeah, stuff like that they that, do shit that Marvel and DC can't get away with.
0: Yeah, that's why we started
1: reading that's why I started reading this exactly, shit. Exactly, because it's gonna do the same yeah. bullshit that Marvel and DC yeah. is doing. I might as well just read Marvel and DC. Yeah, I
0: was just like, Yeah, blood and boobs. You get to see that shit and like dark horse and fucking image sometimes.
1: And, right. You know, <laughs> which is why Valiant is struggling. I'm not going there. I'm not going oh, there. I, 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 didn't, I didn't go there. I didn't say well, I'm deleting that. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that footage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, where are we going? There? Let's talk about New Mutants. I know you You said you had a bone to pick with New Mutants. Or you had something to say about New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So, not at this point, I'm kind of expecting it to happen. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> because, uh, like I said, New Mutants, I said, still needs reshoots. Uh, they say it probably will never get a theatrical, theatrical release. Fuck, say that five times five, fast. Uh, so it's never going to be released in theaters. Uh, it's probably going to hit streaming service, but what streaming service they don't really know yet? Some people are saying uh, Disney Plus. Some people are saying Hulu. And Hulu very well may be affected because it seems like that uh, once this Fox deal is done, uh, Disney will have majority control over Hulu. And what I'm hearing is that they're trying to buy out Warner Brothers' share of Hulu, which would give them, I think, seventy percent ownership of Hulu, which they can pretty much do whatever they want to with it. Then,
0: well, if it goes to Hulu, then they could probably keep it like more hard, like R-rated, maybe because they have that those adult like they got the M.O.D.O.C. and the Howard the Duck cartoons coming out on there, which are supposed to be geared for adults.
1: Right. Kevin Smith is writing one of them, so
0: yeah. So, I mean, in that sense, I that would be kind of cool. But I guess for me, first and foremost, this movie I thought looked interesting. It looked like a different take on the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. It looked like a horror movie. It was it was basically promoted as a horror movie. Right. So I was really interested in seeing a superhero movie that's got a hard edge to it. Um, especially you know nowadays when you have so many superhero movies, this is how you stand out. Like you just said,
1: mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have <laughs> so some I'm, different tone, right?
0: Yeah, so this looked cool, and I was really interested in seeing what they were doing with that. So I was, I was actually excited for this movie, you know. So that's one thing, and of course, you know, I'm a native, you know. Yep. <laughs> our, our, you know, we don't get a lot of native superheroes on screen, and here was like one, one of our own, <laughs> you know, with uh, Danny Moonstar, aka Mirage, right? You know, who, who was basically the leader of the New Mutants for a while, and so like, damn. We just can't get a break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it was right there. Yeah. yeah finally,
0: you know, we just <laughs> so, yeah, finally get to see a native superhero in a comic book movie that doesn't suck, like right. you know, Warpath or Slipknot. Right. Like you got a,
1: a cool native superhero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Fi- yeah finally going to get a break, and then no, we ain't going to release it now. <laughs> yeah, man. So just got to set up for Aquaman now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Native Aquaman.
1: <laughs> oh man, really messed up. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, I was interested in seeing the movie. Also, uh, whatever site it lands on, I will probably do like a free trial, watch, and delete it. You know, I'm not yeah. getting any more free trials, man. Because I mean, any more subscription service? Because I'm already load. I'm already paying for shit I don't watch. <laughs> Why am I paying for Amazon Prime and I never watch that shit? A lot of the shit's on
0: Netflix. A lot of their movies, same
1: shit. Right. I have Netflix. And I have Amazon Prime. I'll barely watch Netflix every now and then. Uh, I only reason I watch Netflix. Oh, did I say about Umbrella Academy?
0: You did. Yeah.
1: We. Well, yeah. I did, but I didn't. Okay. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Awesome show. Great show. Season two is it, premiere. Is it awesome? It really is awesome. Yeah. I, I after I finally sat down and watched the whole thing because the first episode didn't sell me, but like you know, it was a. Pretty easy, breezy show to watch to begin with. And it was actually pretty interesting towards the end of it. So, yeah. Umbrella Academy. Recommend it. Go watch it. Uh, oh! Superstar on Netflix. Uh, Eli, have you seen abducted, abducted in Plain Sight? No. Watch that shit. Craziest fucking documentary you'll ever watch. Okay. I can't tell you anything about it. You're just gonna, you're just gonna, Your mouth's gonna be open the entire time watching it.
0: Uh, well, I, <laughs> got, I got suckered into watching some of that Ted Bundy shit, and I was like just
1: pissed off at. I didn't watch that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. So. Uh,
0: yeah, everyone's freaking out about Ted Bundy being so hot and shit. But
1: he was uh, always hot. He was
0: always hot. That's how he was able to kick, approach women. and shit. Exactly. And
1: like when they used to go, See, they, they, we're old. We remember the made for TV yeah. movies. You know. Yeah. And it was always like the the leading heartthrob dudes that was always playing Ted Bundys in those movies.
0: Yeah, because he was a good looking dude. Right. You no, know what really. What really bugged me out about that shit. What's that? What really pissed me off? I mean, our it's a you know Ted Bundy's a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. But <laughs> right. but this time around, watching it, they let him just have free reign in the court, in the jails, like he was in the libraries. No, nope, not not in No shackles or chains, no handcuffs. They just let that motherfucker walk around, do whatever he wants.
1: Well, and, then mean, he
0: escaped, he, and then he escapes.
1: Right, and like, they, man, they even showed how he escaped in those made TV movies. Like he. Through the roof or something like that, and yeah, you know. yeah,
0: I'm like, yeah, if this if the if this was like a non-white person, <laughs> he would have been on lockdown like twenty.
1: He never seven. would have made it to lockdown.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, he like resisted arrest how many times? He like fought with the cop and shit, like right? They, and they just like just like yeah. if he was
1: exist- resisting arrest, why did he have six shots in his back? I mean, yeah
0: this motherfucker got yeah got married in prison had a kid in prison right like what the fuck they let this fucking scumbag piece of shit do all that shit right. and then they got a movie with zach Zac
1: efron yeah. playing him
0: yeah i mean just the, the shit they let him get away with and let him do and meanwhile somebody reaching for their wallet gets shot <laughs> right <know? laughs> it's like what the fuck man I, yeah I, I was that's what really pissed me
1: off so if you think that'll <laughs> piss you off watch abducted in plain sight that's okay. but i'm gonna watch the ted bundy thing also <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but like i said that's for netflix that's all i've seen on netflix amazon prime i have no idea what the fuck's going on there even though i'm still paying for it but i need to cancel this shit but however there was another streaming service i'm paying for also and i gotta talk about this Eli, gotta right. plug it we're gonna plug dc universe and all we're right. gonna plug doom patrol
0: oh how's that going
1: i love this fucking show eli i yeah. love this fucking show <laughs> it's like my favorite show out right now it's it's everything i want it's weird it's dark it's crazy it's violent it's like everything <laughs> and the storyline is just making complete sense because you know, i was always worried about like, how was cyborg going to work his way into this episode and it, and it makes sense how cyborg's here because cyborg isn't part of the team you know they established that so Cyborg is actually like a real superhero you know out there fighting crimes like that he has experience so he shows up to the doom patrol's mansion like hey i'm the leader like you guys follow me now but he didn't know what the fuck he's doing either you know, so it's like this clash between him and the rest of the team because they don't trust him either. And, you know, and uh, Robot Man always making fun of him. Shit like that. Good leadership skills, Batman. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. You know, always saying shit like that. Always making fun of people. Uh, and then their backstories are so awesome, man. Like, Negative Man. You know Negative Man's powers, right? Uh,
0: No. No. Sorry. Okay. I, I, th- I thought of Spider-Man. You're no, that's Mr. Negative.
1: That's Mr. Negative, sorry. to <laughs> get confused, but yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, Negative Man uh has some powers where his body, his spirit can jump out of his body and attack people, shit like that, whatever. Anyway, in the 60s, because he's like super, super old, in the 60s, he was gay. He was a gay man, you know, married with kids, stuff like that, was hit, hiding, he, he was on the down low. And so, but then when his accident hit, you know, but his wife knew, his wife knew the whole time, but kept it a secret the whole time. She was like, I thought you said it was going to be no more late night drinking with the boys you know you know stuff like that so when he got into his accident and he was in the hospital she was like i can't do this anymore i hope whatever you find you know it's good so she left and then his boyfriend came in but his boyfriend you know nobody knows that they're together and stuff like that and that shit was so heartbreaking eli oh yeah i was like man go to him hug him <laughs> spoon him or <with> some shit you <laughs> know so it's like man so it's like like it was real heartbreaking and emotional shit like that and they just got some crazy ass powers and shit like that so i don't and then they apparently this show had like a lot of grant morrison like callbacks to it from the from the original comic book so i'm just kind of seeing what that's going like the next episode so it's like a like a, almost like a direct adaptation of a storyline that was in there you oh, know yeah. oh and then they teased one of their crazy ass villains called the animal Ven- animal vegetable mineral man Okay. He's got like two heads, one head, and he got a dinosaur head. He's got a plant leg and an ice. Weird fucking villain. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> but that but the that's conference? the type of show this is, you know. <laughs> so yeah, loving that show. Uh, shoot, anything else before we get to the video game section?
0: Um, I, go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, fuck, we're going to the video game section. Okay. So, like I said, the video game section we're gonna talk about now. For those that haven't keeping up or uh, don't know what my interests lie in, my interest always lies in fighting games. And apparently, fighting game wise, that the Evo has announced their fighting games that it came out, and the games are. Let me see. I don't have the list from right now. Can I do it on top of my head? I probably can do it on top of my head. Fuck, I'm going to do it on top of my head. Okay, so we got Tekken Seven, which is cool. uh In uh, not in justin Justice out. Mortal Kombat 11, which hasn't even been released yet, but it's already going to be on the list uh super smash brothers ultimate only ultimate not melee is going to be on there street fighter 4 which of course is going to headline everything uh dragon ball z evolution um what else it's another game i don't know that fight fighters under beneath birth or some bullshit i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. summarize showdown is back oh that's cool yeah i'm happy with that. i'm actually gonna get that game i'll probably stream it uh check it i've never played the game before but it seems fun um and i may be missing a game or two but fuck it like i said i'm going off the top of my head so that's all we got and i'm pretty excited about that but here's the thing like there is a game that is missing from the lineup what's that the game that is missing from the lineup is dead or alive 6. Oh damn yeah and here's the thing about dead or alive six now for everybody that knows dead or alive six they know why dead or alive six is popular <laughs> did brie
0: larson fuck this up too
1: I, she did it's all brie larson's fault <laughs> She hates all of us. <laughs> so so for those that don't know what Dead or Alive is, it is the game that had taught all of us 10 years ago how to learn how to play a video game one-handed. <laughs> so, so they said they were going to tone it down this year. They said we're going to tone it down. They were going to be seriously, you know, they weren't going to be big, bouncing, jiggly boobs and stuff like that. We were going to be a serious fighting game.
0: Well, what's the fucking point, then?
1: Right. <laughs> but then they showed the Twitch stream doing EVO uh and and i do want to say this one thing before i I get sidetracked i saw the street fighter uh evo championship in japan eli we gotta step our game up oh really those those (laughs) japanese guys are they're good (laughs) no way we can win but anyway i digress back to the point uh evo they showed us a live twitch stream of that and it was the same shit was with jiggling asses jiggling titties uh, dudes getting power dry then like they had like sexual positions when he was wrestling and stuff like that and to make the situation worse they had two like Japanese uh, models come out yeah. and, they, and they were like slapping each other's asses and they were jigging each other's titties and stuff like that and they actually cut the string they just cut it like in the middle of it. and then he had to apologize like oh I'm sorry if that offended anybody Brie Larson <laughs> we didn't mean <laughs> to do that you know <laughs> so and then they even put out a statement Eli, uh, evo even put out a statement basically saying that dead or alive six goes against our core values like, core values we have more to combat on the list <laughs> you rip a dude's head off and shove it up his own ass like come on <laughs> you want some bouncing t- uh, bouncing titties you know
0: yeah no shit
1: right so that's so that's what so that's why they just completely cut dead or alive six from the list because they're saying it's basically gonna you know bring shame to the rest of the fighting game community so like but now this is what i'm pissed about dead or alive for actually i got a lot of shit to be pissed off by dead or alive for i looked at the system specs on pc you remember how i was telling about last last week how anthem made me feel you know insecure
0: oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: so does dead or alive right. it's a game about bouncing titties and asses why are the specs so high why is it so too powerful for my machine <laughs> I just want to be. I want to play bouncing titties and asses just like everybody else do, but I got to upgrade my whole machine just to do that shit? Fuck that. I watch okay. Twitch stream. Uh, another reason <laughs> I'm pissed off about Dead or Alive 6. They announced the DLC for the system. So the game by itself is $60, right? The DLC alone for Season 1, not for the whole thing, for Season 1, is $130. If you want to buy all this shit, all the costumes, all the characters, all of the bullshit like that, like so I'm, I'm spending $200 on a season one pass for a game?
0: Fuck this. Just, I can just go to Pornhub, yo.
1: Exactly. This <laughs> is just too much work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fuck Dead or Alive 6, man. I always carry those fond memories of those volleyball games. Uh, Shit, <laughs> it much- Right. Only thing left on the list is uh, let's see. We're gonna talk about PlayStation Plus. There, if both of those had PlayStation Plus, and I actually I had PlayStation Plus so and paid attention to this. I'm glad I reminded myself. Uh, Modern Warfare Remastered is finally out, so you can download that for free and play it. I will definitely do that. I'm reminding myself to do that once this podcast is over, so that's cool. I
0: thought you didn't like shooters though.
1: I hate shooters, but I love those first two Modern Warfare games. Okay. Yeah, and one But once the one and two, and then three came out, that's when I jumped off that train.
0: Yeah, I haven't played. It's been a while since I played a Call of Duty game.
1: I, that was like probably a, the last time. Like one. a
0: long time, yeah. It was a, it's been a while. Since 2009
1: ago. is when I played it. Okay, I'm going to test your knowledge, Eli. If I say no Russian, do you know what that means?
0: Uh, No Russian.
1: Uh-huh, no Russian. Remember, no Russian. No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you, but anybody listens to this podcast, for all two of you or three of you listening, <clears> if you know like, a comment and let me know what no Russian means. The
0: last one I played was the fucking one where you got to shoot up the airport.
1: That's the one. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. thing they were saying. Like they were on the elevator of the airport, and he was telling his team before they shot the airport, remember, no Russian. Because oh. they wanted Yeah, because they wanted the uh Americans that got shot to think it was Americans doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that's, that, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's why he said remember no Russian, so yeah. I mean, it,
0: there was that thing, there was that, like that disclaimer at the beginning of the game that some of the levels would be sensitive and you chose you could chose not to play those levels. Right. Of course, everybody said, fuck it, no, let's play right, it.
1: <laughs> I, no, I want to play it, shit. I wanna... <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing is, yeah. you actually don't have to shoot anybody. No, you don't. Yeah, you can just walk through and just go through the levels and watch everybody shoot anybody, but if you want to be an asshole and shoot people, yeah, you can do that.
0: Yeah, I was an asshole. I was also an asshole. <laughs> I was an asshole on the Nazi game too, where where you got to choose whether or not to shoot the Nazi. You took those prisoners of war, and they were there were there were Nazi prisoners. I said, "Do you want to?" It's like you're up to you know, because you were you were playing as the Russian in World War Two, right? I said, "Hey, yeah, we'll leave you. Uh, it's up to you what you want to do with them. You can take them hostage or do what you want." I said, like, "Fuck it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to shoot I love games that give you choices.
0: Yeah, like, what the fuck, I man? I've, I've, I've shot like a thousand people on this game with two more guys. <laughs>
1: you know. Oh, man. And that's why shooters are destroying us all. Yeah, it's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game. It's stress <laughs> relieving. It's, it's a game, it.
0: game. Yeah, yeah. It's just a game. When, when, when do I get to shoot a Nazi in real life?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that being said, can we move on to the actual meat of the podcast?
0: Yeah,
1: let's go. Oh, let's do it. So for those that don't have the first time listening to the podcast, this is where we actually talk about comic books on the Comic Book Bully podcast. So yeah, this is the last week that came out. We're going to talk about those books. And Eli, I think I have more books than you, so I'm going to go first and try to run through them as fast as I can. But let's go ahead and get this bad boy started. So the first book I'm going to do is Heroes in Crisis number six. You know, basically the book starts off It starts off with another therapy session with uh and, it, and basically the story revolves around three heroes this time or i'm um, quotation heroes uh some caveman superhero named Gunnark, i never heard of him probably a deep cut character wally west you know kid flash and harley quinn you know, it's those three characters, and, and basically the the puddlers are asking, the interviewers are asking them, you know, how many people have you saved? And they're trying to remember how many people they saved or what it means to save people stuff like that. And the book just goes through and just talk about them. Like, Gennart, I don't give a fuck about him. He got his own backstory, don't care. Wally West, on the other hand, has an emotional story. The reason he's here in Sanctuary is because, like, everybody remembers him and glad that he's here, but his family isn't here. His wife, his kids, they're gone. They don't exist anymore because they've been erased when the New 52 uh, got started. So he's depressed the entire time. You know, so that's why he's in Sanctuary, to deal with that. Now, Harley Quinn, on the other hand, isn't he supposed to be in Sanctuary? She snuck in only to see, you know, uh, Poison Ivy. And Poison Ivy's like, okay, Harley's going to be here. And I know you need to be here. You need this stuff as much as I do, so I'm going to help you out. So she takes her to a a training simulator where Harley Quinn can just kill the Joker over and over and over again as many ways as she wants. You know, kind of like as a relief. You know, so that's her thing, and they just do that all day, and that's pretty much most of the story. And then Wally West is just walking around talking about how he's so depressed and so alone, and then when he lays on his bed and says he's so alone, an electronic voice whispers to him, no, Wally, no, you're not. You know, and that's when they get the evacuation sign and saying, like, everybody evacuate sanctuary, blah, 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 something like that. Poison Ivy tells Harley Quinn, stay back, chill here, because if they catch you here, they're going to kick you out. I'm going to check out, see what's going on. If I don't come back in five minutes, then you leave or whatever like that. So five minutes pass. Everybody in Sanctuary's dead bodies everywhere that Gennart dude chopped up and stuff like that uh Wally West is actually holding Roy Harper's dead bodies crying over him saying like I'm sorry I didn't you know and then before he says anything he gets killed and it looks like and like I said it's comic, so it's kind of hard to tell it looks like he was shot by Booster Gold like Booster Gold like killed him you know Oh yeah. and it looked like Harley Quinn saw Booster Gold kill Wally West now, it's kind of hard to tell if Booster Gold shot Wally West or did Wally West get blasted by somebody else and Booster Gold kind of like walked into the room. It's kind of hard to tell. But apparently it looks like Harley Quinn saw Booster Gold kill Wally West and that's when they got into it. But I guess they're trying to hint at maybe Wally killed everybody? Okay. Or everybody. I don't know. Like I said, it's just a deeper mystery. And that's pretty much the story. They interviewed some more heroes about who they say, whatever like that, but that's pretty much it. Overall, it, it really felt like a filler issue. Nothing really happened. You know, Batman, Superman, one one, So I'm gonna give the book a 3.5 out of five. Still pretty cool. Not as cool as the other storyline, but it feel like it's <clears throat> still building something else. So yeah, that's all I got.
0: Cool. All right, my turn. Your turn. Yeah, okay, I will go with Detective Comics 9.99. One more to a thousand.
1: Okay, so I got to read. So it's two every two weeks, right? Yeah. Okay, so Captain Marvel this week. of them. Okay, gotcha. All right.
0: Yeah. So basically what's been going on, this is uh, Peter Tomasi. Um, his, he's, someone's been going around recreating Batman's uh, murders, the, his parents' murder, and he's going around killing um, everyone close to Batman um, and created this big, giant creature made up of all the DNAs of all of Batman's villains. And Batman's been trying to solve who the fuck is doing, who's, who's behind this shit. And which leads him to uh, the last issue, We uh, he went to uh, Metropolis, Where Where, wherever Star Labs is. Um, star Labs is everywhere. Yeah. So he went to Metropolis and uh, fucking met um, uh, Cyborg's dad. What's his name?
1: That's, That's supposed his. to be oh. uh, Detroit Star Lord, star, star. or the LSD okay. movie. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Cyborg's dad. And they're like, you know, what the fuck's been going on, man? Somebody's, somebody's fucking making, like, going around killing my homies. You know they they made a monster out of all my villains and, and and Stone is like well it sounds like they're just trying to make a a better Batman you know they're trying to build a, a newer stronger better Batman you know and then all of a sudden he fades away and then it's um I think he's back back in the Batcave and it's this little kid dressed up as Batman okay and you're like what the fuck what the fuck what the hell is that you know so that's where the last issue ended. And we go to the, this new issue, The Doom Child, and little kid Batman is, turns out to be young Bruce Wayne. A younger version of Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah. Really weird. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? You know, there's just some shit that is, is, the, is, is the scarecrow behind this? What the fuck? Why why, why am I talking to my, my, my the child version of myself? Right. And, uh, you know, so they, they start talking shit to each other say, hey, man, you know, I, I'm uh, – This is necessary. You need to see the, you know, the, the, you know, the fucked up side of yourself and all that shit. And they start fighting. And while they're fighting, like the little kid starts growing into like regular Bruce Wayne and they're going through all these like, you know, flashbacks of Bruce Wayne's life and shit, you know, and they're just fighting each other. And then they finally end up on the grave site of uh, the cemetery of Martha and, uh, and, and Thomas Wayne. And then there's a there's an empty grave right next to it dug out. And it's Bruce Wayne's. Uh headstone on the headstone they're like what the fuck he says you know you you know i'm a part of you man when the night that, that basically the night our parents were killed i died and i was no longer a child so you have you have to keep you know basically you have to bury me you have to get re- i was never i was never you would never be able to you were your childhood was cut off basically and um and but but that was a trade for all the good you've done and you've saved the world basically and you saved so many other children because of because I wasn't able to be a child so you have to bury me so in this very very heartbreaking somber moment Bruce Wayne buries the child version of himself in the grave and it shows him crying and shit and he's okay. like you know Gotham needs you that's your mission you know and then all of a sudden cut to the next page and He's in some sort of like sensory deprivation chamber, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and oh. this thing is this thing was a whole fucking this thing was all a dream.
1: OK. Basically, oh, so it wasn't it, sci-fi or anything like that. OK. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. It's all a dream. It's all, and it turns out it's Bruce Wayne's birthday every every year he does this. He gets into that chamber and tries to, you know, basically make a better version of himself and goes through these scenarios and. You know, just to, you know, experience things and do things that might come up. Basically, prepare. You know, right. he's all about preparation. So that's kind of what it is. And then, of course, you know, everyone's still alive. Alfred's still alive. They go out to eat and shit, you know. And that's the end. Um, and I got to say, this was an awesome story, man. And it like it it, t- it took a it took, you know, every we, we've seen the origin of Batman so many times, you know. But this was, like, a nice twist. You know what I'm saying? We saw, like, a we saw like a homage to his origin, but it didn't rewrite it in any way, and it didn't try to milk it. It, it just basically gave – it gave – it reassured us of who Batman is, basically, and why Batman's cool, you know?
1: <laughs> gotcha, okay. I mean, because, yeah, basically you could say that, you know, Bruce Wayne the child died the moment his parents died, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a very somber moment and, you know um, – yeah, if I if I wasn't uh, yeah, if I if I wasn't in a hurry because I was like in a hurry to read these shits because I I kind of fucked off and didn't read anything until like yesterday. I was like, oh shit, I gotta we got a pod tonight, so I gotta read this shit. So I was like, okay, okay, that's done. Okay, yeah, that's really sad. And if I s- sat and dwelled at that, day, I might cry like a bitch. But no, I gotta read this other shit. So, <laughs> 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 so yeah, so yeah. But it, it's a very moving story, and just those panels where he's burying himself. Or burying him, his, his, the child version of himself is—it's quite touching. So, yeah, this is a yeah, yeah, fuck it. Five out of five. This was great. This has been a, a great run. This last arc. So up to one thousand. So.
1: Well, you definitely get me excited for uh, Batman One Thousand. We know Batman One Thousand is gonna be the best selling comic of this year. So
0: yeah, and there, there's already previews. Like everybody's got a fucking everybody.
1: Everybody. Ever, right.
0: Everybody's writing a story. Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. Faye Bach, Everybody. It's yeah. You know, there's a big centerfold. Add
1: <laughs> of you know so. okay cool all right so yeah next book i got is uh action comics 1008 like i said i'm the only person still reading bender superman <laughs> so i'm gonna stick with it because honestly i find it entertaining so basically how the story starts off is that hey, this is part two of leviathan rising so basically last issue uh like i said argus has been destroyed the suicide squad base has been destroyed this issue the deo has been destroyed the cobra code has been destroyed so somebody's going around taking out secret societies left and right nobody knows what's going on um amanda waller and samuel lane basically lois lane's daughter uh, lois lane's father uh meeting this undisclosed you know clandestine you know site in ohio where they don't want nobody to know that they're meeting and they talking about what's going on lane is drunk off his ass you know wallace i'm like what the hell happened to you okay. well because my my daughter just told me that superman is my son-in-law you're like oh yeah i've been knew that that's what wallace says. like it's no big deal for her and she was like so i wonder who called us to this meeting he was like well i didn't do it and Wallace, well i didn't do it they're like uh-oh so they both know they've been set up so before they get out the building the building you know collapse on them and bullshit like that you know so uh, while they're doing that, we cut back to Superman and Lois Lane. And Lois Lane has finally stepped foot in the Daily Planet since since the run started. You know, she quit the Daily Planet and left, and now she's back in the Daily Planet. And the reason she's here is because there's only one person that is witness to all these uh, secret societies being destroyed, and that is Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen took pictures of it, but he didn't want to give the picture to anybody because he doesn't trust anybody. He doesn't know if anybody's going to, you know, you know take him out, you know, before he gives the pictures on him. So he goes to uh, Clark, and Lois basically gets him from the... You know, from underneath Perry White's desk. And they take him home, you know, to his apartment. Cut back to Amanda Waller and Samuel Lane. Apparently they got some Argus tech bullshit that makes them survive the building stuff like that. They both look up and they both try to run out of there. And for some reason, Amanda Waller turns a gun on Samuel Lane. Shoots him. And seemingly kills him. You know, or maybe it was another Leviathan monster came and killed. We don't really know what happened, but it looks like Samuel Lane is dead. So we cut back to... uh you know Clark Kent's apartment, and you know Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen is asleep. Lois and Clark are having the conversation. Okay, what are we gonna do next? And then Clark Kent, you know, super goes off. He like, wait, wait a minute. He like, something not right. And then he turns around, like, oh, it can't be you. And he opened up the door, and it's Amanda Waller. You know, hurt, gun is empty with bullets still smoking. She was like, hey, Superman. Like he's he's Clark Kent, but she's like, hey, Superman, we got a we got a problem. Uh, they're taking everybody out. We, we need to stop this now. And that's how the book ends. You know. So, yeah. It's never been established that Waller knew who Superman was. But if she knows who Batman was, you can almost imagine she knows who Superman is. Uh, I don't know why she shot Sam Lane, But I guess that's a, you know, a thing for another time. Overall, cool story. I'm kind of liking... This action comics run going right now because it feels like kind of like a spy thriller. And I kind of like when Superman has boots on the ground and he's fighting aliens and monsters and saving the universe shit like that. I like when he's actually dealing with daily planet bullshit. That's just me. You know. So, <laughs> oh, I get the book a, a four of Fortify because I'm interested in seeing where the storyline goes. So, yeah. I got with that. So.
0: Okay. Cool. Well, the only book, other book I read was uh, Captain America
1: number eight. Okay. I actually read this too, but I'm, I'm going to let you handle that one.
0: Okay, well you can jump in because I really don't have much to say other than it was I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is like and, and another thing. So is this is a now I didn't read Secret Empire. So
1: is that? Oh yeah, you didn't because I I I thought you did, but that's right. I I did all that shit.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like is that Nazi cap? Yeah, that's Nazi Cap. I, mean, I we, mean Hydra
1: Cap. Yeah, because we don't want to offend people. But, yeah, that was Nazi. Well, they're showing both. They're showing Hydra Cap and Nazi Cap. Yeah. I mean, so I was uh, like, and regular I, Cap.
0: So. I was a little confused over when they started fighting at the end. It's like, wait a second. Is that Cap? Wait a second. Wait, did she just kill Cap? Or is he dead? And like, I think, and then it I think she, killed,
1: and, she killed Nazi Cap.
0: Yeah, and then, and then he's in prison, too. So he's right, in prison. But, but the,
1: the meat of the story was regular Cap.
0: Yeah. So yep. basically, what's going on is he's in prison. He turned himself in because uh, Thunderbolt Ross has been murdered, and uh, they all think it's him. So he turns himself in, and he's in a uh, he's in um, is it the raft or whatever? Where um, or he's in some high tech prison. Some bus. shit. Well, anyway,
1: bro, Bar- uh, Baron Bar- Bar- Strucker yeah, runs the Bar-
0: yeah Baron right. von Strucker runs the prison, and um, and so he's in prison with a bunch of fucking dudes he's fought before. So there's that going on, and then what else? Oh. I think my – yeah, probably what I found funny was the the, the scene between Kingpin and um, Sharon Carter. Yeah. Just that conversation they had, you know, where they're just sort of uh, sizing each other up and shit. I thought that was pretty cool. But this was just basically a bunch of talking in. And I fear this is – I think Tenehousa Coates is getting back to his old ways of just having long talking comics again. You know, because that's what this felt like. Other than the little fight at the end. You know, th- yeah. it was just a bunch of talking. And I was like, is he starting to fall back into his old ways? You
1: know? Yeah, because not- Baron Strucker just narrating the whole thing. and
0: Yeah, and, and you know, we see Cap in prison, not really doing much, just talking, just narrating what's going on while he's well, in jail. Well, you know, he's
1: trying to be all high and mighty, you know, telling Thunderball that you're a criminal and you're blah, blah, blah. And they're you know, they throwing the shit back at him. Well, you're in here with us. So what does that say about yeah. you? No.
0: Yeah, so again, you know, we're getting some interesting ideas, political ideas, but... Not much, not not a lot happening, you know. And um, and like I said, the most interesting thing I thought was the conversation with Kingpin and Sharon Carter, you know, where she's just basically like, hey, you know, you, 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 the, Thunderbolt Ross was killed in New York, and you're a mayor, so I know you. And since you have your hand in everything, I know. I think you know what ha- who did it. And shit. And he's like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You do, huh? And it's just them. He's the
1: kingpin. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just them playing off each other and trying to outwit each other. It was a battle of wits, and I thought that was pretty funny, you know. But other than that, this was like a three out of five. I, I just like, eh, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. What'd you think of it?
1: Oh, I liked it. It was kind of, I was, spec- you know, because like I said, I've been reading these Captain America books, and a lot of have been more action pace going in. This was kind of slower down. It did feel like Coates was trying to, you know, say something in this book, you know, about the political system and about prison system and things like that. And basically how Captain America, you know, his his high morals and like that basically got people killed. You know, mm-hmm. just so people yeah. just believing in him. You know, so I, yeah. thought, I thought it was pretty interesting. about uh, Marion Strucker beating the shit out of record. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it was confusing at first watching, you know, Nazi Cap and Regular Cap because they kind of cut between them and they don't really explain it. So, I kind of had to read that shit twice to see what happened because especially when they melted Nazi Cap at the end, like, wait, did they kill him?
0: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on?
1: Right. You're like, but why would they why would they go let trouble break him just to kill him?
0: Yeah. And well, well the thing that what got me is um the last issue was very slow. Like
1: okay. it was yeah, always it about uh yeah. Mister Night and them showing up
0: at- Yeah, yeah, they like that was supposed to be the big thing where the 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 women of 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 wonder or whatever, the Wonder Women or whatever, the crew, this new crew of uh, superhero chicks are supposed to like save the day. And they're not—they're not—they don't show up at all in this book until the very end, you know. And they're barely in it. I was like, oh yeah, I thought I—I—I I, I forgot all about them, you know. <laughs> you know, I was like, where? Yeah, where the hell were they? They were supposed to be in. He—he he teased them last issue, and they're barely in this issue too. So it's like, okay, he's just dragging shit out again. You know what I mean? So that's my main thing. You know, I'm just hoping he it gets it, gets, it starts picking up soon.
1: Hey, still been in the Black Panther run.
0: <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, what book we got next? Okay. Uh, I guess I got mine. Uh, Flash sixty five. Okay. Okay. Don't have the book in front of me right now, so I'm gonna go off the top of my head. Basically, basically. Oh, look at the covers right there. Okay. So basically, it's Batman and Flash versus Gotham Girl. You know. So basically, that's what this book is going on right now. So basically, the books, and this is like part four of the Price of Loyalty. I guess that's a book. So anyway, the book starts off. Gotham Girl is going fucking nuts. She's like Super Saiyan fucking up shit, and stuff like that. Before she can kill anybody, Flash is like getting people out of the city before she can attack him and shit like that, including Batman. He like moves Batman out the way, like Batman don't get stuck and shit like that. But before she can go fucking nuts, she like starts, you know, getting attacks and shit like that, like getting anxiety or attacks or heart attacks, or something like that. And she starts vomiting and she just falls to the ground and looks like she's about to die. You know, so Batman and Flash are trying to save her. Like Flash is doing his. You know CPR, be like doing super speed CPR, and Batman's using the belt to like use explosives to kind of get her heart back started again. So they manage to get her start heart going back in because you know she's super strong and shit like that. And apparently, Iris sees all this. Iris sees like that, and he's like, "You two are gonna get the fuck away from her because you're gonna do just like you did, Wally." You know, and matter of fact, uh, Barry is having you know attacks from that because the whole time he's trying to save Gotham Girl. He's like, "Don't die on me! Don't die on me! Don't leave me, Wally!" And Batman's like, "Wait, what?" You know, because because he like I said, there's a sanctuary tie in where he knows Wally is dead. You know, so Iris like, you're going to get away from her because you're not going to do with her what you did to Wally. And, and Batman is like, Iris, get away from the scene. And well, Iris just walks up to him and slaps the shit out of Batman. You know, Batman doesn't do anything. He just let Iris slap the shit out of him. And she was like, uh, Flash is just like, Iris, we got to do this because if we don't. She's going to die. You're like, well, go get out of here. And so she gets out of there. And uh, when they fly out of there, you still there? yeah okay cool to make sure i got a little <laughs> like that so when she flies out of there uh they go to the Batcave. you know batman has gotham girl hooked up into some kind of uh tank, something like that to kind of like revive her and he's already telling he's telling flash again he was like well when she gets out that tank i can't stop her from being a hero so if she wants to be a hero that's on her but at the same time anytime she's the powers it's gonna kill her just like it did last time and and, and barry is basically trying to tell uh bruce like are we really doing the right thing we keep bringing people into this life but all they do is just get fucked up worse than what we do like okay you got gotham girl you brought in this life she was an innocent now look at what she's at right now and we keep doing this over and over again uh who knows tomorrow alfred will get shot again uh iris will get kidnapped again you're gonna get another dead robin you know and batman's looking at him like well at least i remember all my sidekicks and (laughs) and barry just stops walking turns around, his eyes start flashing And Bammy's like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. (laughs) He puts his mask on. By the time he puts the mask on, Flash is already at his face with his hand in his face. He's like, I could have punched you a 100 times right now. But I'm not going to do it because I'm not you. And then he just speeds off and that's it. So he speeds off and goes back home. And when he gets back there, he just sees this letter. And the letter is from Iris. She's left. She's left him. She's like, I can't do this anymore. Because your life is bringing everybody around you, pain and harm and, and killing them while he's dead. And that's because he followed in your footsteps. So I can't sit around and let you do this to somebody else. So she left him, you know. So we cut to and then they show, you know, Flash and Batman doing a thing. Batman's fighting a bunch of League of Assassins. Flash is fighting a bunch of samuroids, whatever the fuck ever. And then they cut to like the the future. They don't say how far in the future, but I guess maybe a year or some six months, something like that. And Batman and Superman are having a conversation like we don't know who's been infiltrated. We don't know who we can trust. You know, and Superman is like, well, what about Flash? Look at Flash in here. He's one of the best CSIs in the world, and we give him this information. I'm pretty sure he'll break the case down for us. What do you think, Bruce? Bruce? And he, Bruce is just, like, Batman's just staring at Flash in the picture but doesn't say anything, like like he doesn't trust him. And then it's like, to be continued in next year, DC, year of the villain. And that's how the book ends. So. Next year, really? Sometimes. Next year, this year, whatever. Basically, it's the next crossover operman event after whatever the 50 million crossover events this last two years already in so overall cool book i'd probably be more invested if i stayed with the storyline and knew what the fuck was going on before then honestly the only reason i know what's going on now is because of comic cast <laughs> i just okay. listen to podcast and understand what was going on so i just kept going from there so uh pretty cool story got 3.5 out of 5 uh i i love it when batman does do some bullshit prep time and still beat flash you know <laughs> flash easily showed he could have killed batman anytime he felt like it but he decided to leave you know, and I will post a picture. And I I guarantee you, somebody can be butthurt hurt over that. So,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't bother reading any. Like hey, Batman's on my pull list, but I didn't read any of the books. leading because it like it takes place before the 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 storyline that's going on now in Batman. The nightmare? No, no, was no.
1: It was, from what I was reading. It's it's at the same time. Oh, like I said, because L- Wally is dead, and you know he's still dealing with this shit.
0: Okay, because like there was the nightmare storyline, which was pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, they broke it to do this shit. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't bother reading. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I was like, oh, I got to buy Flash. I don't care what's going on. So I just didn't bother. So yeah, um, well, cool. That's all I got. I mean.
1: Oh, I guess it's on me?
0: Yeah, man. I'm... This is so
1: weird, man. Me we have another book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so like I said, we were going to do this last week, but I didn't know how we are going to do it. We talked about M&M and Punisher having a crossover, and since the comic book bullies, I feel like we should have talked more about that book. Because that's kind of like yeah. what we do, because if we don't do it, nobody else will do it. Yeah. So, so this week, we're going to do a follow-up, and we're going to talk about it, because next week, we're not talking about comics at all. <laughs> so we're just talking about Captain Marvel. But this week, we're going to talk about M&M, uh, Punisher number one. It's a one-shot, so even though it says number one, it's only one issue. I'm just going to dig into it. we basically Punisher and M&M team up. And it's actually a Marvel book. It's on Marvel Limited if you have it. So basically how the book starts off, the book starts off with Eminem in Detroit, you know, 8 Mile. You know, it's showing him in his humble beginnings doing his freestyle battle. The whole crowd showing Eminem, Eminem, Slim Shady, whatever. You cut to a few years and, you know, he's this big time rapper still in Detroit. You know, now he's got this entourage. You know, he's got the security crew walking and stuff like that. And then they walk into his car and and this guy says, the show isn't over yet. And they turn around and it's The Punisher. And the Punisher just opened fires on every fucking body, like Eminem's uh, entire security team, you know. Kills everybody. His whole, all his crew, his homies, whatever like that. Eminem uh, grabs one of the guns and shoots back at Punisher. you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, so he did not know what's going on. When he gets away, he gets stopped or uh, pulled to the side by Barracuda. Now, Barracuda is a... You ever heard of Barracuda? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Barracuda is an old-time <laughs> Punisher bad guy, you know. But Barracuda actually knows Eminem because he's from Detroit and they used to participate in rap battles together back in the day. (laughs) So they're cool with each other. You know, Eminem's like, Barracuda, I ain't seen you in years, man. You still rap? You still got the mixtape out? Like, no, man, I got into, you know, assassinations and murder and shit like that. So I ain't had time to work on my music, you know, whatever. So they're like, we need to get away from the Punisher because he's fucking crazy. So they go to this crack house and shit like that and they're trying to hide away from punisher punisher is just like punisher i'm kidnapped you gotta go save me and he's like don't worry rockstar i'll have you back at your mansion before you know it and then when he walks in uh and like rockstar fuck you and starts pistol whipping punisher when he walks in the room <laughs> and then when he knocks him down to the ground then he pulls out his gun and then he takes the gun that he was pistol whipping with and puts three shots into his chest but you know punisher got body armor on so doesn't do it but just knocks him out and eminem's like okay that was weird as fuck why is punisher after me And and Barracuda's like, oh, he's not after you. He's after me because I was hired to kill some punk-ass rapper. And then (laughs) he pistols whip, you know, and he shoots uh, Eminem in the chest also. But Eminem also has body armor, so both of them are knocked out. So they're driving, I guess, the Michigan River or something. They're on some river right now. And Barracuda's like, oh, yeah. And when they finally wake up, Barracuda's is like, Eminem, yeah. I was hired by this uh, parental Christian music group to kill you
0: because they're sick of your music. The PMRC, the parents – Music Resource
1: Center. Them. Is that a real thing?
0: Yeah. It okay. was like, yeah, they were trying to censor shit. It's why the why that the, the parental advisory stickers ended up on all the CDs and shit back
1: in the day. Gotcha. Okay, so you added, okay, so they hired Barracuda to kill Eminem. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because <laughs> they're sick of his shit, you know, sick of his music shit like that. So he's like, and I was not going to shoot you in the face, but then I thought about it for a second. If I bury you in the river like Jimmy Hoffa and nobody find your body, you'll be like Elvis and Tupac. You know, people, you become a legend. People will think they'll sell you in the supermarket stuff like that. And since I know where all your your memorabilia and your mansion is, I'm going to sell your shit online and I'm going to make millions, you know, off your name because you're going to be a legend once I kill you and nobody's going to find your body. You know, so he takes Eminem, throws him over the boat. But the thing is, the boat is made up. I mean, the river is completely iced over, so Eminem doesn't crack the ice. He just lands on the ice and shit like that. Yeah. So uh Barracuda's like, oh, well, let me finish the job. And he takes out his sniper rifle, get ready to shoot Eminem. And he's like, hi, my name is, my name is, before he can shoot him, Punisher, you know, wakes up and starts beating the shit out of Barracuda and they get back and forth and fights like that. Eminem runs away from the boat and he finds this guy ice fishing, you know. And the ice fisher turns out to have an iPod with the Eminem sticker on it and say, Eminem, M&M, my name is Stan. I'm your biggest fan. I got all your music, man, you know. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're a fan of mine? And he sees a chainsaw next to the guy. He's like, i will do anything for you, Eminem. You're like, well, can I borrow your chainsaw? So he gets the chainsaw, runs back to the boat, and he sees Punisher almost getting killed by Barracuda. Eminem just takes a chainsaw to Barracuda and chops the shit out of him. You know, mm-hmm. and kills him. And, and, and Punisher is like, well, you're still a criminal, Eminem. You're like, i am a criminal? Boy, first off, why'd you kill all my my uh, my uh homeboys? He's like, didn't everybody your homeboys have warrants? I'm like, yeah. Well, that's why. And plus you just killed Barracuda, so And and they,
0: they drew on me first, that's it. Wasn't it? Right. <laughs> they
1: drew on the first, so yeah, that's why I killed all of them. And you're yeah. a criminal too because you just killed Barracuda to so make everything right. So he told Eminem to hop on the ice and he pulls his gun on him and he shoots like the ice around him to kind of make him float by himself. He was like, that's what you get, Eminem, for that. But at the same time, I apologize for shooting all your homies, you know. And Eminem's like, Well, where are you going next? Uh, that parent music group that hired assassin to kill you? I'm gonna pay them a visit. And it was like, Oh, really? Well, when you see him, tell him Slim Shady sent you, and that's how the book ends. You know, yeah. so funny one-off story, man. It's nothing to get excited about. It's a it's a three point five out of five. It was kind of entertaining the way it was. It's not, you know, it's it's a throwaway book to look at. You know, I kind of like how they you can tell they did some, like some demo imaging to put Eminem's face on it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah yeah.
1: yeah. So totally I, I thought that was pretty cool, and Eminem killing punishes bad guy. Whatever. That's a I fun mean, yeah. story to read.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course he—he's never dies. He's been, he's been shot and ripped in half, and he—he he just never dies, and he keeps coming back in one piece.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's the, they'll that's never the thing about Berg. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the, he'll survive an Eminem attack. So yeah, no. so yeah, that's that's all I got. I got nothing else. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I didn't read much because, well, Gomer. Shout out to Gomer. He hooked me up with a bunch of Donny Cate books. Donny Cates.
1: Oh really? No. Well, I read, a- I read all the Donny Cates books that are on Marvel Unlimited right now, so I'm just waiting for them to drop some more on this, so I can just get my, more Donny Cates picks. So I'm I'm on the hike train too now. So
0: yeah, I well I read his some of his indie shit. He sent me like God Country and Redneck and Ghost Fleet, which was awesome. Yeah, Ghost Fleet, holy shit, that 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 was dope. Yeah, that was really good. Um, and then yeah, God Country was cool too, and Redneck was all right vampires, redneck vampire, reminded me of Near Dark, so um, that was cool too, but yeah, I, I read a, I, yeah, I read all those this week, so I was like that's why I was a little bit behind on my pull list, so I was like, oh shit, I didn't read any of my comics yet
1: <laughs> that's cool, hey, we had we plenty of comics but I, I, I covered the slack this week, Eli for the yeah. first time, I, I pulled my own weight <laughs> so you should be proud of me
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go, man, good job
1: <laughs> Yeah, that being said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe we have our sister podcast, Geek Saved uh, we also have Comic Cast. Shout out to Comic Cast again because they're going to give us a shout out also. Uh, this Geeks in Comics. We also have Hoodoo TV. We also have uh, Get Valiant. I know we shit them a lot, but definitely listen to them. You know, uh, This Instruments and Destruction. I combine that shit again. But yeah, we got all those podcasts. And like I said, next week we're not going to review reviewing any comic books. We're probably not going to do anything except Captain Marvel and Medea's Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh that being said this is leroy this is eli and fire uh higher further faster
2: when i was just a little baby boy my mama used to tell me these crazy things she used to tell me my daddy was an evil man she used to tell me he hated me but then i got a little bit older and i realized she was the crazy one but there was nothing i could do or say to try to change it because that's just the way she was They said I can't rap about being broke no more They say I can't rap about coke no more Slut, you think I won't choke no whore Till the vocal cords don't work in the throat no more? Motherfuckers are thinking I'm playing. Thinking I'm saying this shit because I'm taking it just to be saying it. Put your hands down, bitch. I ain't gonna shoot you. I'ma pull you to this bullet and put it through you. shut up to You're causing too much chaos. Just bend over and take it like a slut, okay, Ma? Oh, now he's raping his own mother. Abusing a horse, storting coke, and we gave him the Rolling Stone cover. You goddamn right, bitch, and now it's too late. I'm triple platinum, and tragedies happen in two states. I ain't been violent. You vibe, venomous, volatile, little They Bike it and bing, bing. Such as chainsaw, let his brains off. From his neck while his head barely hangs on Blood, guts, guns, cuts Knives, lives, wives, nuns, sluts Mm -hmm. Bitch, I'ma kill you, you don't wanna fuck with me Girls need, you You ain't nothing but a slut to me Bitch, I'ma kill you, you ain't got the balls to beef We ain't gonna never stop beef And I don't squash the beef, you better kill me I'ma be another rapper dead for popping off at the mouth With shit I shouldn't have said But when they kill me, I'm bringing the world with me Bitches too, you ain't nothing but a girl to me I said you don't wanna fuck with Shady why? Cause Shady We'll fucking kill you <laughs> I said Wanna fuck with Shady What? Cause Shady will fucking kill you <laughs> Bitch I'ma kill you Like a murder weapon I'ma conceal you In a closet with dildo, sheets, pillows and film you Fuck with me, I've been through hell Shut the hell up I'm trying to develop the pictures of the devil to sell them I ain't asked to rap, but I rap on acid. So got a new blow ball and just had a strap on at it Whoops, is that a subliminal hint? No It's criminal intent to sodomize women again Eminem offend? No Eminem will assault And if you ever give it to him, you give him an impulse to do it again Then if he does it again, you'll probably end up jumping out of something up in the tents. Bitch, I'ma kill you I ain't done this, ain't the course I ain't even drug you in the woods yet to paint the forest is orange after you wash it three or four times that's tough but that's normal ain't it norman Serial killer hide and murder material in a cereal box on top of your stereo here we go again we're out of our medicine out of our minds and we want in yours let us in or i'ma kill you you don't want to fuck with me girls need you ain't nothing but a slut to me bitch i'ma kill you you ain't got the balls to beef we ain't gonna never stop beef and i don't squash the beef you better kill me i'ma be another rapper shit I shouldn't have said don't wanna kill me bringing the world with me Bitches too You ain't nothing but a girl to me I said you don't Wanna fuck with Shady Cause why? Cause Shady Will fucking kill you <laughs> I said you don't Wanna fuck with Shady Why? Cause Shady Will fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> Know why I say these things? Cause lady screams Creepin' in Shady's dreams And the way things seem I shouldn't have to pay these drinks say these G's a week To say the same things twice twice Whatever I hate these things Fuck shots I hope the weed'll outweigh these drinks Motherfuckers want me to come on their radio shows Just to argue with them Cause their ratings stink Fuck that I show radio announcer the bouncer From that bitch to all 70,000 pounds of her From principal to the student body and counselor From in school to before school to out of school I don't even believe and I'm leaving air in your lungs just to hear you keep screaming for me to seep it Okay, I'm ready to go play I got the machete from OJ I'm ready to make everyone's throat say. The faggots keep egging me on till I have you knife point Then you beg me to stop? Shut up, give me your hands and feet I said shut up when I'm talking to you You hear me? Answer me or I'ma kill you You don't wanna fuck with me Girl, me, you ain't nothing but a slut to me Bitch, I'ma kill you You don't got the balls to beef Me gonna never stop beef. beefing I don't squash the beef You better kill me I'ma be another rapper dead for popping off at the should I gonna kill me, I'm bringing the world with me. Bitches, too. You ain't gonna a girl me, Bitch, I'm gonna you what a fuck cause why? Because will fucking kill you. said, you don't. why not? Because will fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm just playing, ladies. You know I love you.